You are about to experience the Jerry Banfield Show in podcast format. This was originally recorded live on my Jerry Banfield Facebook page, which you can find by searching Jerry Banfield on Facebook. If you'd like to be a member of the audience, ask questions and have me respond to you, become a supporter on my Facebook page, and as soon as you see that notification, jump into the live stream. I appreciate you getting started with this, and I hope you love this episode. My friends, have you been struggling with financial insecurity, feeling like you don't have enough money, being afraid of being broke, dealing with the realities of massive debt? Me too. What I'm going to share today will be incredibly helpful for you if you're facing financial insecurity, if you're wondering what you're going to do, if you're stressing about money, if you're working jobs you hate just to pay your bills, this is going to change your life. And this is my story of my finances and my journey erasing $650,000 in debt, which is the highest my debt got up to. And I'm combining my debt with my wife's debt because when you're married, we've made a whole life and business together. And what we're going to do this with the unique twist, we're actually going to play Age of Empires in the background while I'm uh, doing this because that'll make a more interesting background than if we just talk. That'll give you something to look at while your ears can listen. And if you just want to listen, I've got this on my podcast as well. Lisa, nice to see you today. Thanks for raising your hand. Sean, what's up, Sean? Nice to see you today. So let me start with... As kind of a quick summary because I see on average a lot of you aren't going to watch the whole thing. So let me give you in the first five minutes, we'll give you the most essentials of my story and then we'll go into the details. Two years ago, I was just about to visit a bankruptcy attorney after I had made this website called Euthena. It was a very ambitious startup project my goal, dude, I just put my headphones on. I just put my headphones on and they're not plugged in anything. Oh my God. I am awesome. I am awesome. That is great. My headphones were not even plugged into anything. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is awesome. What's up, Mark Betters? Joshua, nice to see you today. I'm glad you could be here. What's up, Jose? So let me summarize. Two years ago, I was just about to visit a bankruptcy attorney. I had enjoyed huge financial success online. I had been making as much in 2016 as $3,000 a day on a website called Udemy.com. I'd got banned from the website and basically one way or another, pissed all my money away and paid down a lot of debt too. Then I borrowed a whole bunch of money to make a website better than you to me called euthena.com. See what I did there? euthena.com, much better than udemy.com. I borrowed hundreds of thousands of dollars on a business model that had worked really well on an ambitious startup project. I was courting investors and basically, I, it didn't work out. I ran out of money ended up barely being able to make the minimum payments. And at the lowest point of it, I was borrowing money on credit cards at 16% interest just to make the minimum payments. 
That's pretty bad, right? And at that point in my life, what I had always thought is that anything I could wanted to do in my life, I could basically just make more money. Like, got debt? The solution? Earn more money. Make more money. Manifest more money. And at that point, that's what I had done in my life. Well, I finally ran into a, a hard wall of, you know what? This is too much money. It's all coming down. I'm out of ideas. I literally have no nothing else I can think to do right now. And I hit my low point visiting a bankruptcy attorney who suggested I declare bankruptcy, but that said there'd be a whole bunch of things to do. It'd be kind of a pain in the butt, and I only would actually get out of 50000 in personal credit card debt. I wouldn't get out of any of my student loans. I wouldn't be able to get out of any of my business loans without declaring bankruptcy for my business and losing everything, you know, including all my stuff online. And I've, I hit my low point. I'm like, I can't believe someone who was, I, I felt so utterly stupid and utterly defeated. Like, how did you go, this is what I was telling myself, how did you go from making $3,000 a day to being $200,000 in debt in your business loans and credit cards and to get the 650K you add in my wife's almost 200,000 in student loans, add in our house, pay our mortgage, and that's how you got the 650K. So basically, I ran up over 200,000 in debt within a single year, and I felt like an utter fool, an utter failure, and I also resented the world. I'm like, if you to me hadn't banned me when I was following all the rules, if these investors had invested in my company, if these customers had just purchased... You know, I was running all over in my head what everybody else did wrong. And I realized, you know, at the same time, I'm reading all these inspirational spiritual books and teachings. And I realized this is the time to put that stuff in practice. You want to be Mr. Positive and teach other people how to change their life? You know, the secret is you got to be positive in the middle of your own negative. You got to be positive in the middle of feeling like you're horrible like you're an idiot. And uh, that's when something magic happened. Something magic happened. I realized, and I made a video on TikTok, I called it, is 650,000 in debt a blessing? I chose to look at it, instead of looking at it as poor me, I'm a victim of what other people have done, and instead of just brutalizing myself and saying I'm such an idiot, how could I have let this happen? I'm such a failure. Instead of doing that, I decided to take an outlook on it that I put myself in this position on purpose, that then I'm exactly where I need to be, that this situation is going to help me learn some valuable lessons that I have been unable to learn before this, and that I'm exactly where I need to be. And in fact, on the deepest level, I've chosen to be here. I am excited about this position. And even at the lowest low where I was asking my wife to give me money just to make the minimum payments, I asked my wife to cash all her investments out and bail me out with all of her savings, which she did, just to help me make the minimum payments on my credit cards and to not have to declare bankruptcy. I decided, I looked at my life and I thought, you know what, I don't want the story of my life to include bankruptcy, if I can help it. And I knew 
Deep down, I'm like, I know if I change my spending habits and I change my mindset and I learn from this, that this is going to be something I'm actually grateful for, like my alcoholism, how I, I think of myself as a grateful alcoholic. I'm so glad I was afflicted with alcoholism and that I cannot drink safely. And that now what I'm telling you is two years later. What's up, Dina Hampton? Nice to see you. Reef says she held you down. Brandon says she did. Brandon says hard to get out of debt when a grocery strip costs 300 for basic stuff. Well, I'm going to give you some tips in here that I've learned. So what I'm talking about now is two years after that. Two years after this miraculous point occurred in my mind where I, instead of resenting my situation... I had this change, and for those of you that are like, oh my God, can you get to the summary? You said you were going to summarize. Yeah, here's the summary. It's been almost two years later, and all kinds of financial miracles have manifested, many of them in the form of relief packages. I have turned my loans were as high as 16% interest. The highest interest rate thing I have now is Laura's student loans. Laura's student loans are the highest interest rate thing we have at 7% now. We've gotten hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt reduced. We've paid off about $100,000 in principal, and our house has appreciated about $100,000. All from things that, at the end of 2019, didn't seem too likely. Like, how the hell am I going to get a really low interest rate government loan? That looked really difficult. Well... Thanks to COVID relief package, really low interest rate, government loan. Perfect. Miraculous. Just what we needed. We've gotten over 100000 in 3.75% interest government loans. These were things that were totally unexpected when it was 2019. It totally took us by surprise. Incredible that this was happening. So since I chose to look at this as a blessing, since I honored the lessons life was teaching me and made changes to account for the reality of my situation, Laura and my net worth has went up faster than it's ever went up before. We've went from a net worth of about negative 400,000. So two years ago, our net worth, so if you added together all our assets, and all of our liabilities. About two years ago, our net worth was about negative 400,000. Today, our net worth is about negative 200,000. That is miraculous. That is incredible, and that's because our house went up and our debt went down. And what I'm trying to tell you is, if you can look at your situation now as you're exactly where you need to be, and that on some level you chose to be where you're at. That doesn't mean you have to you know, completely say this is exactly where I wanted to be, but on some level there's value to where you are, and there's value to you as a spiritual being, that on some level there's an opportunity where you're at that if things were different, that opportunity wouldn't be there. I'm saying to you today that it was my choice in the middle of my shame, in the middle of my disgust, I asked, how can I help other people with this? And I realized, you know what, my experience will be very helpful to somebody else who's struggling financially. 
I actually made a videos on YouTube saying how I'm going to be a millionaire someday. How to become a millionaire from zero dollars. And I'm on the way there. I'm on the way to becoming a millionaire. And anyone can make a class when they're already a millionaire and tell you how you did it. But what's really incredible is to be able to make to make something when there's no outward evidence that you should have the ability to do it. That's what's truly incredible. So I'm telling you today, no matter how bad your finances are, if you will take the right attitude with them and the right attitude being, thank you. Thank you for this challenging situation, which is supporting my growth. Thank you for the opportunity to help other people through where I'm at today. What's up, David? Nice to see you today. <laughs> you might have to declare bankruptcy on your show. Sean says you're very interesting. Well, thanks a lot for noticing, Sean. And for you that is willing to stick around and hear more into this story, it's going to seem even more unbelievable to you in some ways because while some of the commenters have said I'm all about money and all I care about is money, I understand that they've said that because I actually talk about money. I find if you want more financial security, it seems like a good idea to be comfortable talking about money. Like That just seems common sense to me. I realize it's not common sense to everybody, but to me, anything I want, I should be comfortable talking about it and comfortable talking about it with anybody who's interested or anybody who wants to ask. So right now, two years later, you might expect, I'll tell you how I've done this too. So the first key thing, the first big change was when I realized that even at my worst financial situation ever, I still had all the things that really mattered, even though I was borrowing money at 16% interest on credit cards to make minimum payments. I still had a loving wife who was very nice and kind and accepting of my financial situation. I still had two wonderful children. I still had my home. I still had even the ability to pay for a $100 massage. Even at the absolute worst financial situation I'd been in, I still had the ability to go to the grocery store and buy everything I needed, even if it was on credit. I realized, you know what? Even in the middle of complete financial scarcity, I have everything I need. And that was a big breakthrough revelation to realize even in the middle of complete financial scarcity, I have everything I need. Wow. And that was a big breakthrough for me to realize as bad as things are, I don't lack for anything. I can even, I, my wife was like, seriously going to keep getting massages? I'm like, look, I'll cut everything else. I'll eat cheap food at home every day. I really want those massages. Those are really good for my health. I remember thinking if I didn't have any money, I would just really hope I could still get massages. And I've even been able to get massages the entire time. So what I'm saying to you is the first key thing that happened is when I actually found gratitude for my financial struggles. When I stopped being upset that Udemy banned me and said, look, you know, I'm glad they banned me. It's opened up learning and opportunities that if I was continuing to make 3000 a day on Udemy, I wouldn't have 
needed or sought or desired those learning opportunities. And I was able to forgive myself and see, look, I did the best I could with what I had. And you know what? If I want to do better, I need to learn and grow and evolve. Henley, thank you very much for the share, Henley. I was able to be loving and kind and gentle with myself and see, you know what? I did the best I could. I did the best I could and there's nothing to be ashamed of or feel bad about. There's nothing to be feel bad about or be ashamed of. Look, I did what I could. I made some mistakes and I'm learning from those mistakes. And once I came to that realization, it has been fantastic. And here's what's happened. So since I had that, that change of mind, when I started to look at my situation as a blessing rather than a curse, even in the middle of it, in the middle of the situation, I started to look at it as a blessing right while I was in the middle of it. I also, I had concrete proof. I'm like, you know what? God has taken care of me all of my life. God, higher power, something has taken care of me my entire life. No matter where I've been, no matter what I've done, there is something that has taken care of me no matter what. And I realized, you know what? I'm going to trust. I'm going to seek more guidance from that. I'm going to trust that that will continue to care for me. I'm going to trust that that will continue to help. And I'm going to trust my money to this God. I'm going to trust my money to this God. Like I've never done before. I'm going to trust at a whole new level. And what happened, what was miraculous that happened, is I started to get all these financial opportunities just out of nowhere. All these good things started happening that I would have never planned for or been able to figure out that, oh, this is going to happen or that's going to happen like all these low interest rate loans the government made available. All these things that completely unexpected things came up. And here's another thing that's even cool. What's up, Sean? Nice to see you. Says, thanks for sharing your journey. I love hearing your background as a streamer. Many blessings your way, my friend. Thank you. I'm playing... Age of Empires 4. This is a new Age of Empires 4. It's amazing. And uh, let me let's talk about that right now. So you can see I'm playing Age of Empires 4 instead of playing something that would probably get me more views. Like you might think with a net worth of negative 200,000, you might think I would be obsessed and totally focused on getting more views and making my more money. But I'm not. I'm not because the biggest change you can possibly make is going from not having enough to enough. And that's what happened with me when I hit that rock bottom in my finances. I realized that even in my worst situation I've ever been in, I still have enough. And the magic place to get to in your life is where you've got enough. That's the magic place to be, is where what you have today is enough. You might think the opposite of the opposite of being broke, you might think the opposite of being broke is being rich or having a lot of money. But the true opposite of being broke is having enough. That's the real opposite. Having a bunch of money, what I was surprised to find, Adam, thank you for the share. What's up, Adam Tulin? Nice to see you today. I love you too, Mark. 
That's what I'm here today. I'm spreading that good word and I'm spreading that change. I want you to know that you have a lot of power in your situation and the power you have is how you choose to see your situation. If you see your situation as a curse, if you see it as something that's wrong, that's horrible, that you shouldn't have to deal with, then that's going to make it difficult to get out of your situation, ironically. I find that I'm able... I've been able to transcend this financial situation and have financial peace on a daily basis. I found I was able to have that before anything at all changed. Nothing at all changed outwardly. I found I was able to make this change without anything outwardly changing. And that's miraculous. That's what's really cool. This entire change didn't require anything outside. Notice that the change I'm talking about in my mind happened before anything outside of me happened. I didn't suddenly get a lot of money before I made this change. Nothing outside me changed. I made an internal change. And because of that internal change, my external world started to change. And money has managed, and I, Laura got on board too. I'm like, look, I know it's tough. I know what I've done. And I told, I made some big changes to my finances because if nothing changes, nothing changes. I'm not telling you that you can just, you know, go on some positive mindset bender and everything's going to be all right. I'm telling you, I made major change and that's how there's, and I opened my mind to possibilities. You know, maybe there's things that can happen that I wouldn't even expect are possible now. But I started to open my mind to what's possible, and that's when all these good things have manifested. Like these low interest rate government loans. And it's, it's beautiful. It is literally unbelievable sometimes. Like if it wasn't my own story, I might have a hard time believing it. Like, wow. You know, I changed my mind. I made these internal shifts. And now all these outward shifts have happened. Is this a phone game, Jess says? I don't know. Can you maybe be my sponsor or support friend? I'm happy to help anyone online. I do not... I only sponsor people that I know in person. Because... Yeah, I'm, I'm not special. For better or worse, I'm not special. There are amazing people all over who love themselves, who are positive. I want you to discover them. They are worth your time and energy and attention. I want you to get to know them. There are amazing people all over this planet. And I'm. it is a two-way street. So if you let somebody help you, then they you're helping them also so let me talk about some of the huge financial changes i started to make one thing one big financial change i started to make was i i just opened my mind i realized i realized my financial situation was where it was because of my spending and that's taking responsibility i realized i had made plenty of money i had made plenty of money to have not have any debt at all. And one one thing that got me to come back to gaming, I had actually quit gaming. I quit gaming because I thought gaming was taking me down financially. 
And I realized if you try and change your situation from a point of lack, all you are going to get is more lack. For example, when I tried to change my situation by, you know, hustling harder, hustling smarter, when I tried to change my situation that way, all I got was more of the same situation. By borrowing money and trying these big schemes, by doing that, I actually reinforced my situation. Whereas, if you come at your situation from the point of view of having enough, then you can make real change. And when I came at my financial situation and I realized, oh my God, I've made enough money right now that if I had spent it wisely and reasonably that I would have no, no issue, that I could have literally played video games for, I could have completely forgot about making any money, just enjoyed myself and played video games and came out farther ahead financially than I actually was. I quit playing video games twice because of the finances, because I wasn't making any money playing video games. And I quit playing video games and streaming twice so that I could do things that would make more money. And one of the reasons I'm back playing video games, I realized, wow, I would have had enough money to just play video games if I had not spent so much. And that's where you can make some real changes once you take ownership of your own financial decisions. When I realized I've made enough money, I've made enough money to have everything I want. The only reason I am having financial issues is because of my own decisions. My own decisions are completely responsible for my financial issues that God or the world or however you want to look at it provided me with enough and I chose to spend ridiculously. I chose to spend extravagantly and that if I choose to spend responsibly, I have, I've had plenty. And that was a massive realization that my spending was the main reason I was in my financial situation. Not something the world did, not a lack of opportunity, not other people's intervention. It was my own spending that was completely responsible for my financial situation. That if I had spent my money, if I had spent my money carefully and thoughtfully, I would have several hundred thousand dollars more in net worth than I do now. And that was a huge breakthrough. Mark, thank you for the share, Mark. Mark says, when I do that... Hey, Adam, what's up? Lisa, nice to see you here. Let me... Did I miss anything? Thoughts? Those are in your control. All right, so the key thing is you need to get help from other people. You're not going to be able to make real change in your life just trying to do it yourself. Now, I know I've made it sound like I just kind of am awesome and did all this on my own. Well, once I realized that my own, a bit, my own decisions got me in the place that I was in, I realized it's time to learn some new financial behaviors and 
I need other people to teach me new financial behaviors. Like, clearly, if I could have just done it all myself, I would have done it from the beginning. But I realized I need, I need people to teach me some better financial behaviors. And I started asking my wife for suggestions. I started being accountable to my wife about my money spending. And I started asking her what she did and what she thought. And I started to learn from my wife because my wife is very good spending habits. And I started learning from her. I started listening to and watching, you know, things like, what's that guy's name? Oh, there's some guy, it's not Tony Robbins, but it was another. I, I started learning and expanding and searching for a better way of thinking about finance. And I started expanding my ideas like, you know, maybe I will order things online. I started asking everybody for advice instead of money. What I was doing when I was broke, what I was doing when I was broke is I was asking everybody for money. What I started doing once I had a change of, what I started doing once I changed my mindset is I started asking everybody for advice. Instead of asking people, hey, can you give me some money? And I used to resent people that had money in my life not giving me any loans either. I started asking people for advice. I said, hey, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? And a lot of people gave bad advice. You know, they kind of said dumb things. I'm like, yeah. They're like, get a real job. I'm like, nah, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't need a real job. I don't want a real job. But I, I did open myself up to the possibility of getting a real job. Opted not to go for that suggestion, though. Well, I, I started asking all kinds of people for help and for advice, and I started actually taking the advice. And I started to learn all these new behaviors. For example... People suggested, why don't you order stuff... Why don't you order stuff used? Why don't you buy something used instead of buying it new? You know, some of these things seem really logical and straightforward. But I had been in the habit all the time of just, you know, I'll just buy I'll just buy something brand new. Like, you know, I don't want some old used crap. I'll just buy it new. But once I got to this financial situation, I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and buy something used. I changed my shopping habits and started shopping more on eBay. I started looking for the cheapest effective solution instead of just looking, you know, immediately buying something new on Amazon. I started to wait a little while. Instead of immediately buying something, I started to wait a little while and see, hmm, do I really need this? Do I really need this thing? And the more I started to wait a little bit, I realized... Sometimes I would go to buy things that I didn't really need. And it's been amazing, the collective... You know, you put all these... What's up, Marshall? Stephen Lewis, nice to see you today. So I, I changed my thinking by asking for a lot of help and a lot of advice. I started asking everybody in my life for their opinion. And at first, I just started trying to focus my work in a way that would make the most money possible, too. You know, at first, I just started 
Like, I, I'm gonna make money using... I did the best thing I could do to just make money. Uh, and then I burnt myself out on that. And I realized, you know, that's that's not satisfying. You know, that's not a satisfying way to live. I need to... I need to love and enjoy what I do and be able to serve other people. So at first, I just started teaching online courses like crazy. But I also, I got pretty burnt out on that. Then I started an in-person show. I started an in-person show. Even though my finances were in like the worst shape they'd been in. I started an in-person show that had no good, obvious way of making money. Again, you would think that wouldn't be the logical thing you would do. You wouldn't think that would be the, the smart thing to do. But I followed my heart and I followed my enthusiasm. I trusted, you know, if I really am excited to do something or if I really want to do something, that's probably the right thing for me to do. And what happened is I kept finding all these unexpected opportunities and some of them were totally, totally unexpected. Like I, I found, I started this in-person show, which was great. And it didn't make like any money. It was a total loss, but it taught me some really valuable lessons that I benefited from. And by making that in-person show, it helped make my gaming videos a lot better. David said, we bought a used dog so much cheaper than new. Yes, like uh, some of my family members have spent just a fortune on getting uh, these animals. And uh, I, you know, you can rescue a dog from the pound almost for free. Like it's literally incredible how many ways you can save money once you kind of make it a priority. And uh, some of the worst expenses are things that actually cost you money and time. Like that you, you know, paying a whole bunch of money for a dog, which then has health problems, which then you need to take to the vet. And you spend, it gets into all these negative feedback loops. So I'm grateful that I've consistently taken the unexpected path. Like you wouldn't figure somebody in massive debt who is willing to do whatever it takes to change their financial situation, you wouldn't figure somebody in that state would, you would think that you would make money a priority above everything else. And I'm saying that's the exact wrong approach. And I didn't take that approach. I've taken the approach that there is, once you get to a place where you realize there's enough money, there's enough sex. There's literally enough of every single thing you could want in life. There's enough. Once you get to that place of realization that there's enough of everything you could want, something amazing happens where you can make decisions that are that might look illogical to some. Like you might look and say, you know, how could you be in this financial situation and start an in-person show? which had no good way to make money. And then after the in-person show didn't work out, then you start playing video games online, even though that didn't work out before either. Like, in many ways, it seems so... The approach I've taken, it seems so completely irrational. But what's amazing about it 
is that it's worked. I've followed my heart consistently from one thing to another, and it's worked really well. I started playing video games again in July 2020 after I, I could not figure what else I could possibly do with myself. I literally just ran out of ideas. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what else to do at this point. So I just started doing video games again. And I realized, you know, the main reason I had quit playing video games was financial. And I love playing video games. And video games are an awesome way for me to carry the message and help somebody else. And I realized that I really wanted to play video games again. If it And this time, make it, not make it all about the money. But just make it about having fun, carrying the message, helping somebody else out. And the coolest thing is, when I started playing video games from a point of, I have enough, I'm just going to do it for fun, then things have worked out really well with gaming. When I wasn't coming at it from this point of view of, I don't have enough, and I, when I tried to play games from a point of view that I have to make money, this has to pay my bills, it, it didn't work at all. But now that it is... I played video games like just for the love and joy of playing. Like it's been amazing at all the good things that have happened. What's up, Brad? Nice to see you today. Shane says, Chief Banfield, how are we doing this? Am? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. I'm reflecting on how grateful I am to be where I am today after I have not made like a strong effort. You know, I've just simply loved and enjoyed the situation I've been in. And here I am, you know, I have more abundance financially than I've ever had. And what, what's really helpful to note is that it's, it's in my mind. Like, I feel today like I can have anything. Even though I, Laura and I have a net worth of like minus 200,000, I feel today in my heart and my mind that I can have whatever I want. And that's what's, that's amazing. That is amazing. I feel that I can have whatever I want today. And to me, that's truly the best possible place to be in, is a place where you feel that you can have whatever you want in life. And you know, that's, that's what I'm really grateful for today, is that I can have whatever I want. Even though my bank account might say I need to be really careful, my heart and my mind today suggest caution as well. You know, I take my time on, and I ask my wife about financial decisions I make today. Marshall says, have you tried baking soda? Oh, one thing, acid reflux, the diet you've got makes a big difference. So if you're eating, if you eat a whole plant-based diet, that's what I've found has worked really well for me. I don't hardly ever get acid reflux anymore. And uh, what I'm doing today is an exact example of uh, having enough mindset. Like, I'm playing Age of Empires, even though I uh, imagine I could easily play a game and get more views. I don't even know how many people are watching right this second, but it doesn't matter because I'm recording this in a way that you can watch it after I'm live, and it's just as good as when I'm live. How are you doing today, Brad? I'm playing Age of Empires instead of trying to chase money. 
And that's what is amazing, is that I'm playing this game just because this is what I really wanted to play today. Instead of playing something where I'm trying to get more money. It's so weird. With finance, if you go at it from a place of I don't have enough, then you have to do all these things based on, well, I don't have enough. I have to try and get more. You have to work jobs. You have to, for example, if you were... If I came at it from that I don't have enough mindset, I would have to play, probably I'd have to play Warzone today. I'd have to play Warzone because that'd get me the best live algorithm that get the most people in here. I'd have to do that. And what I've noticed is I can essentially live in that mindset for a while. And I've certainly taken dips into that mindset where I felt like I had to play Warzone just to get the most money and the most views in the short term. What I've seen is that's not sustainable. What's sustainable for the long term is doing things I love every day, focusing on how I can help people every day, listening to the people that are in my life, and trusting that there's a I'm a part of a bigger plan and that I have enough now and I'm certain I'll have enough later. And if I act as if I have enough now, I am certain to continue to receive the same for later. For example, in the last few weeks, my ad revenues went from thousands a week to hundreds a week. And I'm not stressing. I'm not all, I'm not trying harder. What the weird thing I've found with the finances is often, it's our very efforts at trying so hard that sabotage us. So I'd love to answer any questions you've got too for your own financial situation on the live on Facebook here. Jose says you have to dance like a monkey. <laughs> I found that I got into my worst financial situation ever. It happened because I started in a mindset of scarcity. Even though... When the mind state started, my net worth was probably $100,000 higher than it is now. When my mind state of scarcity and not enough started, I didn't have any credit card debt. I had no business loans. Laura still had all her money because she hadn't blown it bailing me out. When my mindset of scarcity, of not having enough started... I objectively had more than I do now. Or by objectively, I mean like if you looked at my bank accounts and my net worth, you'd see that my mindset of scarcity started when outwardly I had more than now. And that knowledge is really helpful because a lot of us feel kind of helpless against our circumstances and our situation. Like that, you know, what you've got in your bank account, that's the real determination of your circumstance and i'll tell you it's the opposite what you have in your bank account is a function of how you've been thinking i right now have over forty thousand dollars in cash in my bank accounts now some of that is loan money that i'm slowly using and paying down and others of it is you know ten thousand from last month from facebook gaming like, I've seen so many incredible financial opportunities manifest since I felt grateful for what I had and I had enough. 
And the more I felt grateful and like I've had enough, the more the world just effortlessly keeps giving me more. It's kind of ridiculous. You'd think, you would think if you feel like you don't have enough and you're in total poverty, you'd think the world would just fix that for you, right? But it's actually rudely and ironically the opposite. If you feel like what you have is not good enough, it's like you're... Whatever you think and feel is continually given to you. So if you think, you know, this isn't good enough, I should have more, then whatever you get next also looks the same way. And that's why I was able to, even when I had an objectively better financial situation, I was in a worse mindset. And my mindset is what got me into having 650000 in debt. At over 250,000 of which I racked up in a single year. And I got the mindset from looking around even when I was making lots of money and feeling like it just wasn't enough. Because in the past I had made even more money. And today it's just amazing to see how much financial peace I have in my life that my revenue goes ups and down by ups and down by thousands of dollars a month on Facebook gaming. Some months, I think the lowest months I've had this year I've made maybe 2000 or something and the highest months I've made 11 or 12,000. I mean, that's a big up and down. And yet, not only do I have peace about it, but I'm not willing to chase money either. I'm not willing to do things just to get things. I'm not even sweating it. Like, Brooklyn guy just sent the first stars of the stream today. Thank you for the 200 stars, Brooklyn guy. Like, I used to sweat my stars and feel resentful about what I wasn't getting. And now I'm just like, I'm damn glad anybody sends me anything and supports while I'm gaming. I'd love to have some more of your questions as well. Marshall says, how would you prioritize the environment you see yourself work working in versus the job itself? That's a great question. And here's the main the key point in my mind. The main point in my mind is to look at how you want to feel in the job of your dreams. Like for me, I want to love what I'm doing. I want to feel like what I'm doing matters. I want to have freedom to do I'll do things in a different way. I want to have a flexible job where I can easily take time off. And today with live streaming, this meets my idea of a dream job. It didn't used to, though. It didn't used to. So what I find that helps is I focus on how do I want to feel with the work that I'm doing? Well, I want to feel like I'm doing important work. I want to love what I'm doing. I want to love the people I'm working with. I want to be excited about the opportunities I have. And when you start with that, that is kind of the intention. Like I intend, I expect, I love to do work that I love. And what I see that helps me to have financial security is from that standpoint, I don't have to live stream. That if live streaming doesn't work out, so what? The key thing is I want to do work that I love. That's what I really want to do. I want to do work that I love. That's what matters. And I'm open to doing different kinds of work. I could drive a garbage truck, I think. I think I could drive a garbage truck and love driving a garbage truck. I used to want to be a garbage man. 
when I was growing up. I think I could drive a garbage truck and love it. And from there is where you get some serious financial peace. I get that financial peace. Like, you know what? I could, I could do anything. And from once you focus on how you want to feel, then it's pretty easy to go into the details of it. So you can, Liam, what's up, Liam? Nice to see you today. So let's say on your work environment, there's often a lot of changes that are possible if your mind is ready for them. For example, I used to be a police officer and I think it's possible to love and enjoy being a police officer on a daily basis to have that be a meaningful job. Nick, thank you very much for the 100 stars, Nick. So I think it's important to start with how you want to feel and what really matters about the job and then expand expand into the details after that. Because doing it in the other way sometimes is difficult. Like for example, a lot of us are so mentally stuck on what we do and how we do it that it's difficult for us to... It's difficult for us to get out of our current situation. For example, I got stuck into an idea that I'm an online teacher, which I, I am. I'm an educator. That's I'm gifted at educating but I got stuck in a certain way of doing it. I got stuck in this idea that I have to create online courses and that's how I teach. And what I found is one of the best ways I can teach is to play video games in the background and teach that way. That's one of the best ways I can teach. I find it makes a huge difference when I start with how I want to feel, then it tends to take away that fear too. Because what happens is we tend to box ourselves into certain ideas of who we are and how we operate. We box ourselves into idea like, well, this is the kind of job I do. These are the kind of skills I have. But really, you have a lot of flexibility in the job you could do and the skills you can have. I mean, these are something that you can easily change over time. You know, you you don't have to be stuck in a certain idea of this is who I, this is the kind of work I do. When you kind of zoom out and think about, well, if I could do anything I wanted, how would I feel while I'm doing it? If you can zoom out to that kind of a level, like if I could do whatever I wanted, how would I feel when I did it? Then you're in a good position to kind of zoom back in and take a better look at the details. Like, okay. Is there a way in my present job I can love and enjoy where I'm working and who I'm working with? When you start asking questions like that, now you're enabled to get the kind of quality answers you're looking for. For example, if you say, you know, I want, I want work where what's really important to you. I want work. What's really important to me is feel like I'm doing work that matters where I'm making a difference in somebody's life. That, that makes a difference. And what helps me is I realize there's a lot of different ways I can do work that matters in somebody's life. You know, that's really open-ended. 
Like, I don't have to live stream to do work that makes a difference in somebody's life, do I? Like, there's all kinds of things I can do that'll make a difference in somebody's life. You know, I could be a counselor. And then I'm able to appreciate the work I do in context. Like, yeah, this is just what I'm doing today. I'd be happy doing... I'd be happy to do something else at another time. You know, like, I'm not... I'm not overly attached to the work I'm doing. Like, that this, this work is kind of temporary. Hey, I'm glad you found your dog. Let's see if... And today I'm so curious about what's possible, too. I love it. And I've noticed the more I have financial peace, it helps the people around me to have financial peace, too. Like, my wife is going through a time right now where she has a little less work than she could handle. And I'm proud of how cool she's been about it. You know, she jokes like that she's unemployable and stuff like that, but you know, she's not all stressed out about her situation. She's not all stressed about it, and it's a beautiful thing to see that she's... She's not all stressed about what she's going to do for work and how it's going to work out and everything. And I'm, I love that. And it's really nice to see all the choices we have in our lives. Because once we see all those choices we have, then we're empowered. Because sometimes you might be in a line of work that you need to get out of. But other times, it's all about the questions you ask. So if you ask the question, can I love and enjoy the work I'm doing today? Is there a way for me to love and enjoy the work I do? And if the answer is yes, then good, get on it. If the answer is no, then it might be time to change what you do. And there's no shame in that either, which is great. You know, you just change the work you do and it's not a big deal. You don't even have to tell a story about it. Just be like, hmm, I'm, I'm not loving and enjoying this. I'd rather do something else. And what's beautiful is that I don't need all the day-to-day -day validation I used to need either. I used to need so much day-to-day -day validation all the time that I was doing the right things. And today I'm like, you know what, I'll know, you know, I know I'm doing the right things because I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm getting some support in what I'm doing. I know I'm doing the right things. Like, it's beautiful. And I feel free today. And I'm so grateful that all the help you've provided is a part of that. And I'd love to know anything else you'd, you'd like me to talk about here. Anything else you think would be valuable? One of the one reason that got me really motivated to get to this place too is realizing I want to be able to help you with your financial difficulties. And one of the biggest things I can do to help you with your financial difficulties is to lead by example. And I'm actually grateful for my exact situation now. 
I'm grateful for my situation now because it empowers me to help you. Because I've been through what I've been through. Because of the experience I've been through, I can now... I'm now able to help you. Now, since I've had this experience, I can better help you. Whereas, you know, if everything had just been kind of easy for me my whole life, I wouldn't be able to help you as well. And that's what, that's what to me is key in our lives is to give meaning to our situation and see how it could help somebody else. You know, once I see how where I'm at could help somebody else, then it helps me. It leaves me seeing, you know what, there's, there's value to my tough situation. And anybody, anybody can have a tough situation and have value to it. Oh, anything else you'd like me to chat about before we wrap this up? Let me know, and I'll be happy to talk about it. You, you can tell I have an abundance of things to say. All right. Hey, what's up, Jason? Nice to see you today. All right, I think we'll end the recording of this. So what I do is on my, I take a, a podcast and uh, so like what I'll put this. Yes, we'll, we'll wrap the recording of this up now and then we'll wrap up the game and I'll be enough for today.